0: I called a gentleman in for his interview. This is a professional level position, by the way. Mm-hmm. He comes in, suit and tie, and a woman follows him. So I asked her, I said, oh, hi, my name's Catherine. I didn't know you'd be joining us today. What's your capacity with this applicant? And she goes, oh, I'm his mother. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I said, oh, I'm so sorry. You're very welcome to stay in the waiting room. We'll get you. Tea. She goes, oh, no, no. I'm here to participate. <gasps>
1: Hi, this is Diana Pernell oleary with Job Talk Weekly. We thought we'd lighten things up this week with some crazy stories from the world of recruiting. I talk with Katherine McCord, the host of Career Launch Live and president of the recruiting and consulting firm Titan Management, about some of the wild things that she has seen over the years. And yes, she's in Florida. That might explain some of these. Warning, one of the stories does get a little dicey, so you may want to listen without the kids around. Brace yourself. Hi, Catherine. Welcome to Job Talk Weekly. I am so excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, I feel like a lot of corporate jobs have crazy stories and HR recruiters uh, have their fair share. And last week we spoke to a career counselor who said that 30% of people lie on their resume. So I'd like you to get us started by talking about someone maybe who was not who he said he was.
0: (laughs) I have a great story for that. So about three years ago, I was doing recruiting in a security company. And a young man came in and interviewed to be a recruiter in my department. We get through the whole interview. He, you know, we talked, did the resume. He had a lot of great skills. We get done. I'm walking him out. And we just completed his hire paperwork, by the way. Oh, wow. And a lady that worked for me comes in and says, he looks really familiar. I don't think anything about it. We keep going. Mm -hmm. He starts working. A couple of weeks later, a different woman who had been on vacation for a couple of weeks, who'd been working for the company for about 15 years, walks by him and I in the hallway. There was a group of us walking together and looks at me and says, go to your office and wait for me. Oh boy! I was like, okay, you know, this is getting good. <laughs> like, well, something wrong with her. Yeah, she comes in with a file and sets it in front of me, and I open it, and there is a picture of my new employee with an entirely different identity, entirely different name, different address, different phone number, every different job history, everything different. But it was the same guy. Same guy, same face. So what happened? So I call him in and I said, Hey man, um I just showed it to him. I said, Here it is. What what do you have to say? And he said, Oh, don't worry about that. That's just something I do sometimes. <laughs> that's what he said to me. I'm not kidding. And I go, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to elaborate on that for me.
1: <laughs> oh, that's a good way to respond. Go ahead. Go on. <laughs> and he said, he goes,
0: Well, you know, just sometimes people don't need to know who you are. When you work for a security company, I think they do. Yeah, we 100% do. And I said, did you realize that this is a felony? And he goes, oh, it's not a big deal. That's my brother's identity and he's dead. Oh, wow. Creepy. And I said, okay, well, first of all, sorry about your brother. Second of all, no, this is still a felony. <laughs>
1: Way to show empathy while you're, you are you know, interrogating him. Good job. Yeah. I was like, first of all,
0: sorry for your loss. Second of all, um, yeah, no. <laughs> and as so a long story short, we obviously fired him. We obviously filed, uh, we filed a report against him in case he was going around doing this to other people or committing cr- uh, credit card fraud or anything like that. But it was a really wild scenario. And what really kind of stunk was that he was a really good worker.
1: On the thing. but so <laughs> had he fun. told you who he was truly when he interviewed for the job I would have been fine with it
0: I looked him up his actual self yeah you know and uh, or at least who we think he was I mean the ID he ended up having on him that day and all that we I mean there was nothing in his background
1: wow. there was
0: I mean, so yeah I don't know and the first time he'd applied he didn't have a photo ID so I do think that the second identity ah. to him
1: That was a sign. But
0: yeah, but man, that's so crazy. And that woman had just remembered him from years ago, just from an application. Yeah, that was an incredible, incredible situation. We would have never known, man. He could have worked for us for years if she hadn't caught it.
1: Well, that's a good thing, too. I mean, when you have people who are aware and who are willing to say something. So good for you to have another employee who is willing to speak up. Yep, 100%. It's sharp as a tack. So this guy wasn't telling you enough, but I feel like there's the other end of the spectrum of people who overshare and get way too personal. So give us the The, other end of the spectrum of someone who has given you just a little too much information. The
0: TMI. Oh, yeah. Yeah, my favorite of all. Uh, This is working in Miami, which probably explains a lot about this story.
1: (laughs) Hey, you went there. I didn't. I was not going to pick on Florida. I was going to give you a pass. Anyway. I digress. So,
0: I was working in recruiting and I was working in pay- with a payment services company. Um, I, as uh, I was consulting for them and helping them hire, and I got a guy through a phone interview, great qualifications, and all this set him up for the in person. He comes in, he and I greet him. He goes in and meets with the hiring manager, gets all the way to the point that he is about to get the job. Okay, they are. I mean, the guy is messaging me, "Hey, I like him. This is going to be great. Really superb candidate.
1: You're probably really proud of yourself. You're probably really happy." I was
0: like, "Yeah, nailed it." This is the first person I sent. This is so great. This is a new contract for me. Oh boy. Then, the candidate says to him, "Hey, man, I need to know the PTO policy because I need three weeks off a year to go get hookers in the Dominican. It relaxes me."
1: No, he didn't. No, he didn't. (laughs) For
0: real, this really did happen. And the guy goes, the 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 hiring manager goes, what? Like he thought he misheard him. Yeah, I would too. Oh yeah, man, it's just the best. I go down there for three weeks every year, and just, I mean, just go crazy with it. All different women. I mean, goes into detail. Oh my God. Was it a man? Was it a male? It was was a male. And he, he, so the hiring manager, who's also a male, by the way, walks out, comes down the hallway to where I was, I was working in the, in the conference room that day. And he goes, uh, I got one here that I don't, I don't know what to do. (laughs) You have
1: stumped (laughs) the manager.
0: He, he thought he, he said, because he I didn't know like what I'm allowed to say, like, am, am I breaking any laws if I tell him that's not acceptable talk for an interview? I said, no, 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 that's <laughs> that's an illegal activity. So you absolutely here in the United States, I said, and, and it's not covered by any EEOC or ADA. So you absolutely have the right to tell him that that's not acceptable. So he did. And the guy lost the job opportunity because of
1: that. Wow. I mean, unless you're like in Nevada where there's a county where it's legal, that's about it. Right. And, and honestly, like, and it's not even a judgment thing. I don't care
0: what you do. But man, don't say that in an interview. No. That is TMI.
1: Nobody needs to know your business. Just say, hey, what's the PTO policy? And he well, would have the job. And stop. It makes me wonder when people do ask what the PTO policy is what they're doing now.
0: I know. I, I, ever since then, I gotta tell you, like, Different things come in my mind now. Like in my mind, I'm sitting there going, "Oh, what do you do with your PTO?" <laughs> and I know it's probably something completely normal, you know, but completely average. Maybe,
1: but- maybe not. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's something interesting. <laughs> so the the takeaway here is to stick to work. Really, just talk about the practical needs do. of the job. I do
0: that anyway. Yeah, do that anyway. Like don't don't talk about your your kids and how. They just, you know, you just had to buy them new clothes because they threw up all over everything they own. And I've had that happen to me. That's not a joke. Mm. And and don't talk about how you have to diaper your dog. Like, I mean, I love animals and all this. And and I'm all for having some personal elements to a job interview. But, you know, filter yourself a little bit here. people.
1: (laughs) Yeah, there is small talk and then there's too much information. So just really keep it at 30,000 feet, you know. Yeah. T- don't don't give TMI in a job interview. Let them get to know you first. Yeah. Yeah. Well talk talk to us a little bit about interviews because I'm sure you've had some doozies uh, yourself interviewing people. Give us a good give us a story or two.
0: All-time favorite was and actually what's funny is this happened to my mother about 10 years before it happened to me because she's an HR director.
1: Oh, so it and runs in the
0: family. It runs in the family. And it was so funny because I, I called a gentleman in for his interview. This is a professional level position, by the way. Okay. He comes in, suit and tie, and a woman follows him. Hmm. And actually, my first thought was interpreter, like, like a sign language mm. interpreter, mm-hmm. something like that. And so I asked her, I said, oh, hi, my name's Catherine. I didn't know you'd be joining us today. What's your capacity with this applicant? And she goes, oh, I'm his mother. Oh, Nice. <laughs> and I said, "Oh, I'm so sorry. You are very welcome to stay in the waiting room. We'll get you." She goes, "Oh no, no. I'm here to participate."
1: <gasps> oh boy.
0: Yeah, and I just looked at her and said, "I'm sorry. I I don't conduct dual interviews." Dual interviews. <laughs> I said, "I said I am here to interview him and him alone for this position because he's the only one that's going to be conducting this job."
1: And how did he react while this was all happening? What was
0: he doing? He looked so ashamed and it was so sad. And at this point, of course, he's already lost the job yeah. because I'm going, come on, dude.
1: If he can't control mom, um, and yeah. who knows when she'd show up to the work. So did she step there out?
0: Disability. There was no disability or anything. I forgot that part of the story. I'd also checked that. I said, is there a reason mm. that you need to assist him? I did ask if you never know. Yeah. Um, And no, there was nothing like that and so i just said i tell you what i don't think that this is going to be the right fit i wish you both luck and i escorted them out
1: oh so he didn't even get the interview no <laughs> i'm well, going to waste you know time. at that point why why waste his time honestly and hers and yours When it comes to mom in the interview, I'm not entirely shocked because I used to work at a university and we had the same type of stories with parents calling, asking someone to wake up their child to go to the dorm and and go wake them up because they had a big test that day and and they were really worried. So parents, you know, start weaning them off now, you know, start getting some independence going in those kids.
0: Start start weaning them off when they hit junior high. Then do a little bit more when they hit high school. And by the time they graduate, you shouldn't be doing anything. You don't help them sign up for a bill. You don't help them buy a car. Let them adult.
1: Yeah, (laughs) that's the
0: best thing that you could do for your kid is teach them how to be an adult.
1: And you can let them have some contact names that they follow up. You as the parent shouldn't be calling your neighbor, John, and saying, hey, my kid needs a job. But there's nothing wrong, I think, with a parent saying, you know, you should call our neighbor. He works at Wells Fargo and maybe he can help you. But it's on the kid. It's on the grad. Definitely. Yes. It's on the grad. 100%.
0: Completely. And I don't mind, you know, parents that help resume. I don't mind a parent that drives their their kid or sure. whoever and sits out in the waiting room I don't want you to sit in your car while they're interviewing that's stupid but but don't try to come into the interview that's very putting. yeah
1: there's a line there's a line yeah. but I wanted there's to talk about yeah the networking which I think can be helpful especially for the college grads if they don't have a network yet they can be relying on their parents and that's where LinkedIn comes in but LinkedIn also has its do's and don'ts and I I think we should talk about some of those because LinkedIn is not a dating site.
0: No. Oh my god, and so many people try to use it that way. In fact, I just recently did a post called Don't be weird. Don't be weird. And, and don't be weird because I say that all the time on my show, just don't be weird. You're being professional and when you're So I'm going to give a little tip first and I'm going to dive into some of the weirdness I've experienced. So when, when you are on LinkedIn, act like you are face-to-face in a business function at all times, that's how you need to act. And you can still be you and you can be authentic and you can be fun and all of that. But, but remember that this is a professional setting. So for instance, if you are new to LinkedIn at any age or at any stage of your career, Mm -hmm. when you connect with someone First of all, do not send them a message that says, hi, or hey, dot, dot, dot. Just hey. Yeah, just hey or no, hi. No, that's, that's what they've done the, to you? Or, oh, multi, I, several times a week.
1: Oh, gosh. Several okay.
0: times a week this happens to me. Um, also, do not ask about somebody's personal life right mm-hmm. off the bat. That is
1: very creepy and off-putting. Yeah,
0: Nobody that I've ever spoken to likes that. No, Don't ask how their family is. Don't ask how their health is. Don't ask about where they live. That's super creepy. I've yeah. had that several times. Oh. Hey, where do you live?
1: Whoa. No. No.
0: First of all, look at my profile. You'll get the city. That's all you need to know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: you know? um, and then this, and then, hey, beautiful. Oh, okay. or nice style. Or my all time favorite. That dress really fits you well. Oh, creepy. Ew. Super creepy. <laughs> Don't don't be weird. Yeah. Don't do that. It's not okay. Um just just don't go there folks. Yeah, not I, a dating site.
1: It is not so a Oh, don't
0: send a picture of yourself. That's a that's when I just got this past week. Do not send a picture a selfie of yourself.
1: Which is crazy because if you're on LinkedIn you should have a profile picture so no one needs an additional selfie.
0: Yes, no one needs that and it just comes off super creepy.
1: So tell us how people can connect on LinkedIn, because as a recruiter, you know, there is an opportunity there because you're looking for candidates and they're looking for jobs. Give us a much more professional way for people to connect with people they really don't know on LinkedIn.
0: Okay, so first of all, for a lot of people, it's considered perfectly acceptable to just connect and not send a message because mm-hmm. it's a, for a lot of time, it's obvious, you know, if like, if you're saying that you're looking for a job, I know why you're connecting with me. You don't need to send a message. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, say things like that, but a, a really great thing to do, go through their content, comment on it mm-hmm. and then message them and say, Hey, I loved your post about X, Y, Z. I just, you know, I think that we think similarly, or I think I could learn from you or whatever the case is. So I would love to connect.
1: Yeah, that, that's a that's much a, better way of doing it.
0: 100% better way. Yeah. Oh, and don't do not connect to somebody and immediately ask for a favor. Do not ask for five or 10 yeah. minutes of their time. Do not ask for them to review your resume. No, 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 no.
1: Pace Get yourself. Get
0: to know them first. Pace yourself. Yes. Get to know them. Be on their feed for a while. Comment back and forth. And then say, hey, do you know someone? Who could do this for me? Hey, do you have any ideas on this? Because that gives them a chance to refer you to somebody, take on that responsibility, whatever their personal boundary is and their personal desire for that relationship. Mm -hmm. But it still gives you some kind of help.
1: And then once you're connected to that recruiter, you can see what they're posting. You can see yes. what they're looking for and what type of conversations they're having. Therefore, your post can be more relevant or your next message them to them can indeed be more relevant and, and help them maybe 100%. because maybe maybe they're looking for um, a certain position. They're looking for accountants and you know, you're in marketing, but you have a friend and you want to refer someone. So be helpful to them as well.
0: 100%. I tell people that all the time and also get on their websites. Almost all recruiters will post their websites, Mm -hmm. get on there and see what they have open. Yeah. So that's one of the quickest ways that you can figure that out.
1: And I know last year was a very amped year when it comes to politics. And a lot of people know yes. that you should not bring politics into LinkedIn. But I had a, I saw a woman last year. She posted a picture of her candidate and she posted just one or two sentences. And it was a big picture, too. Ooh. And she said, you know, this <laughs> is why we should all vote for this candidate. And, you know, she got a lot of comments, but it wasn't about the candidate. They were shaming her. They're saying, you know, this is LinkedIn, right? You know, this is not the place for your politics. So I just wanted to highlight that one because I felt like I saw a lot of it last year. And I think if you work for uh, a political fundraising group or some type of advocacy organization, you are better off perhaps posting a link to an upcoming panel, a chat. Uh, You can say, check out our latest research paper, we we want to know about you and the things you care about but there's a there's a line when it comes to politics
0: so like you said to your to your point as long as you're tying it back into something professional it's fine but remember that it's not facebook and also do not use a picture of yourself from facebook as your profile picture on linkedin that doesn't look professional
1: ah uh, um, yeah no spring break so, break pictures
0: no spring break pictures no alcohol Please, God, no drugs. I've actually seen that. That's no joke. No. Um, on LinkedIn? Not kidding. Not <laughs> kidding. They were applying for a whole different job. They were. A whole different kind of job. The Ladies, please remember that a bikini photo on LinkedIn sends the wrong message.
1: Unless you're applying for a job to work as the next Hawaiian Tropic pinup girl. Or if you're like one of the Dallas Cowboy
0: cheerleaders, maybe that's relevant or something like that. That's fine. Uh, or if you're a model. That's perfectly fine, but if you are an accountant, and you've story, seen this, I saw this. Yep. Do not use a picture of yourself in a bikini. It's Not
1: okay. helpful. No, <laughs> not that's a very nice way of saying it, Catherine. Not helpful. So, with the pandemic creating so much uncertainty and the job market going upside down right now, I mean, what are your few pieces of advice to keep people positive and to keep them moving and to, to make sure that their job search is as productive as it can be?
0: Really and truly, the number one piece of advice I can give, um, it doesn't have an immediate gratification because networking is everything. Mm-hmm. And, and it doesn't matter if you're, if you're employed right now, you should be networking. Why? Because that's how you get your next job. That is the best way to get the best new job. So you need to be constantly building your tribe, constantly finding those people that lift you up, constantly finding those resources.
1: Well, I think the networking is so essential. And you're right. It's not immediate. And that's why people have to be patient with it. You might be making contacts that help you in the next job, maybe not even this one. So remember that these are the contacts that you'll carry with you for a really long time. And- Sometimes you're doing them a favor. Maybe someone reaches out to you and says, you know, oh, I saw that you used to work for this company. Do you know someone there? Or can you tell me the story? So make sure that you approach networking as a two-way street because that's really what it is. These are professional relationships. You're all helping each other.
0: 100%. And I, would, I also want to kind of add on to that idea that the more you give, the more you get. So don't go into it thinking, gimme, 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 gimme. Yeah, Go into it to help others. And when that happens, you will be surprised what comes back your way. When people know that that's your motive, you get a lot more attention than if you're out there just trying to get from them all the time. And again, get in people's comments, interact with them all the time. That's how they get to know you. Don't just message them arbitrarily. Start commenting, interacting, going back and forth with them in a positive light and Then keep going. Oh, and by the way, please use Grammarly. If you are not good at grammar (laughs) naturally, please use the tool Grammarly. Yeah. uh, Because on LinkedIn, you will not do well if your grammar is not on point.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of resources there. And especially when you are actually trying to connect with someone, and if you want to write them a message, type it out first on Word, on your computer, and then cut and paste it in. There's nothing wrong with that. I think what happens on LinkedIn or any other app really, is when you're on your phone and you are inspired right away. Oh, yeah. You see a post and you want to jump on it, but if it's really thoughtful <laughs> and if it goes to someone important, take a minute, go to your desktop, or just take a minute before you send it. Like, look away, do something else, grab your coffee, and then come back and check it one more time because you could have a really embarrassing typo, or you could be saying something that you don't, that's not coming across the right way. Um, so right. watch and that's the biggest out, right there. Especially yeah. when you're on the phone, when you're using it in your device, really takes time to check it out first?
0: Yes, 100% really do Take the time to make sure that what you're saying is making sense. Read it back to yourself.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah.
0: Okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Then post it.
1: You have made a lot of sense for us, Catherine. Thank you so much for spending time with us today and giving us some great stories that we'll be talking about tomorrow. But folks, don't try this at home. Don't do any (laughs) of the things. Don't do any of the stuff that these weirdo people did. (laughs) You know what? Call your mom. (laughs) Promise your mom that you'll call her at five o'clock. You'll call call her as soon as you get out of the interview. But don't bring mom to the interview. And don't TMI. No. And don't use LinkedIn as a dating site. No. Please. LinkedIn is not a dating Don't place. do these things. Don't be weird. That's the, that's <laughs> the bumper weird. sticker. That's right. Don't be weird. <laughs> okay, Catherine, thank you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Job Talk Weekly. If you like the podcast, and we hope you do, the best thing you can do is to subscribe and forward it to your friends. We'd love to hear what you think, so please rate and review us or send us a quick email to info at JobTalkWeekly.com. See you next time.